Welcome to the Mission City Podcast. This last Sunday, Mission City began a new series called Yes. This is something our entire church, from kids ministry to students to adult life groups, we are all walking through this together. And today, campus pastors Dave Cash and Chuck Foster share their thoughts about Yes. We are all really excited about this next season. So I will just pass it right along to Dave and Chuck. Hey, Chuck, what do you, what do you got going on? Oh, man, I am... Uh... Ready to roll this morning. I've had we had man church this morning. It was great. We had a oh, yeah? great time this morning talking through Philippians 1, 12 through 26. It was awesome. Cool. You know what's great about that? And it's what? for me to live as Christ and to die as gain. Yeah, that was a such one. a that's such a great such a great verse, isn't it? Yeah. That's, I remember the first time I read that, I was like, Say what? What does that mean? <laughs> Say what? You know, and then as I matured in my faith, I began to realize that when we make stuff priority yes. and dying becomes a loss yeah that was it was a great it was a great morning man we had a great week got to go last weekend to, to the weekend to the weekend on the weekend we went to the weekend yeah and had we, a good weekend at well, the weekend yes i got to go watch caleb play a little baseball yep got sunburned did you man i'm gonna sunburn it takes a lot for me to get sunburned but yeah we got to watch a little Healing. scrimmage uh baseball for my son and then uh we drove out to where our student ministry took about 500 people all together, including students and adults. Yeah. Man, we got some great adults that volunteer in our student ministry, and I am so grateful for them. And you know what's awesome is I'm going, I'm coming up to them when our buses finally arrive because, you know, we had an issue with our buses yeah. here at Central. And when they finally that. arrive, I just wanted to find them. I was like, thank you guys so much. And so many of them still stayed and helped us unload the – the uh, trailer and the luggage and everything. I mean, I would have been anxious to get home, and they still stayed and helped. And so we couldn't do ministry. And you know what's funny is I'm like, thank you guys, and they're like, no, thank you for letting us go. They feel so blessed for for going. Yeah. Well, when you you get around kids, that's infectious. Yeah. You get around kids who are <clears throat> growing in their walk or want to grow in their walk. Our student ministry team's doing such a good oh, job. Oh, they do a great job, and I, I, I think just they do a great job of recruiting great people. Yeah, and, and we have great people at Mission City Church anyway. I mean, it's yeah, sure. it's I don't think it's that hard to find great people because we have them. Here. That, that's and true. I'm so thankful for them. So we got to go, got to got to see Highland Lakes Camp. It was great. Right. It's a good drive. It's a pretty drive up there, yeah. and it yeah, much know. better than the the drive to. Boxwoods in yeah. Houston. That's a that was fun too, but uh, the drive was shorter. It was greater, and you know, and our our student team is taking for the week, which is summer camp, uh, July. I think I want to say third through something. I don't know the exact dates, but Benny, July third. When is what is it? Uh, I believe it's third through th- uh, third through seventh. Okay, so and that is at Camp Tejas, which is in Giddings, Texas. Yep. Which isn't you know, but what. Two and a half, two hours and 45 minutes. Um, the bus probably take close to three hours. You and I will probably take an hour and 45 minutes to get there. Depends on who drives, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, that, uh, yeah, if I drive, we'll be there in an hour. But anyway, um, <laughs> you know what? That's in, in talking about our people, <clears throat> you know, they said yes to the weekend to serving yeah. our students. And I'm so excited about everything that. It's happened at Mission City, but what's cool is uh, Pastor Matt is starting a series called Yes Period about saying yes to God and being uh, generous with our time, talents, and treasure, and so forth, but saying yes, and uh, we've talked about it. I'm excited about that yeah, series. by this time, you will have already... Yeah, the first week would have had happened. The first, yeah, the first week, um, I'm anticipating 
that sermon. I know it's going to be great. Six-week series. I, I, absolutely. It's going to be great. I, I just can't wait for just the concept of, of you know, having the open-handedness to say yes to whatever God asks in, in our lives. You know, and that's that's been, you know, in my past, I know that's not always been easy. No, because God calls us to do these God-sized things. And to do God-sized things takes an incredible amount of faith. Yeah. Um, and when we celebrate, like when we're talking about Paul writing the letter to the church at Philippi mm-hmm. from basically a jail setting, you know, he's under house arrest and, and chained to a guard, and he's still preaching the gospel and saying yes in spite of circumstances. And sometimes we want to say yes when circumstances are good. You know, it's, yeah, I'll, I'll give because I got a bonus at work, and right. so I'm able to give a little bit. That's more of tipping than it is really saying yes and, and really being like the widow with the two Midas that comes forward, and Jesus says, man, she gave more than anybody because it's not about the amount. It's about the faith that it takes to say yes, period, to God. Well, I, I agree. I think faith is something that, has to build over time because it's hard. You know, I, I know from just most of my life, I've, I've lived a pretty comfortable life and I would, you know, I, I can't speak for everybody out there what you know, you, your life, but I've lived very comfortable. So to be stretched like that is something that, you know, I've, I've got to learn to do. And one way that I learned to do that is through learning how to surrender certain yeah. parts of my life that I have that I haven't surrendered and I need a lot of times God to show me yeah. where do I need to surrender yeah. in my life what do I need to what do I need to give up and I don't mean necessarily hey I've got to give all of it up unless God asks for it right but just learning to surrender parts of me at a time and that that's been sort of the muscle that I need to build in my faith you know and that happens only through surrender we teach we teach our athletes when I was coaching, like, hey, you got to build, you have to build muscle by doing an exercise, right. right? So we build that faith muscle by surrendering by things that we, yeah. surrendering things that are comfortable for us yeah. or that we enjoy. You know, well, you hit the life. nail on the head with the word comfortable. You know, people talk about how they want the blessings and they want freedom and they want God to use them, but deep down, if it takes us out of our comfort zone, we're not willing to do it. And so when you think about whether it's Abraham and God saying back when he was Abram and saying um, when God says, you know, just pack up and go, and it says, and the next day he went, or the disciples when Jesus is walking by. Yeah, Luke 3. You know, yeah, and he's like, hey, I'm going to. Uh, or you know, well, Luke 9, 3. Luke 9 right? is three, yeah. where he says, hey, I'm giving you the tools to go out <clears throat> and it says that they went out and he tells them don't take anything with you because they need to rely on him and be dependent upon him but even even from the very beginning when he said follow me they were just like they just dropped their nets and they followed and they went right and you know i, I i'm i get a lot of com- you know, so comfortable you know i just i just went through retirement before i came on and a lot of that was like okay what am i going to do you know you Part of my retirement was... Cheryl probably didn't want you at the house all the time. Well, she didn't. She didn't. (laughs) Uh, But when I retired from teaching, I received only about 67% 
of the teaching salary. Not that I got paid a ton by as a teacher, so I didn't. I know you got the big bus because I'm married to a teacher. Yes, I yes. know that. You're swimming in it, right? Yeah. So 67% of a teacher's salary is what I was would be relying on. But I felt like God was telling me, hey, you have a different, there's something else. It's time. It's time. And so without even having a job at the time, um, I went ahead and retired. Um, you know, and you put a lot of reliance, well, how much do I have in savings? How much do I have in 401k or 403b? Can I cash that out? Can we survive right. until I find the right job and make yeah. the right amount of money in order to make it happen and right. be able to live in a comfortable way? And and I can tell you that that's a that was sort of a tough thought process because um, we get so reliant on right. on that safety net. Yeah. Uh, of what we have, uh, whether it be a 401k or a 403b, which I had, or a savings or a reputation. You know, I have this reputation and I know that'll save me because yeah, surely somebody will hire me because they know me. Right. So we can't be relying on those things. Right. God tells us, especially G uh, Jesus told the disciples, hey, take nothing. I mean, take nothing mm -hmm. with you. Don't even take a second tunic. Right. Can you imagine right. like, in that era, in that dusty era, don't yeah. even don't even yeah. take an extra. No, I mean I can. I, so I had uh, got called me to a to a church, um, and I went and wasn't there very long. And then I began to I, I stepped out on faith and and took a church planting position in uh, Houston. And I remember when I met with the group of people that I was sort of replanting this church with. And we talked about um, salary. I was like, "No, I'm all in. Yeah, we're going to move to Houston. We'll be here, and you know, I'm going to come in in February or March, and my family will come up when the school year's over because my wife's a teacher." And and I was like, uh, "Yeah, that's fine." And it was it was a it was a smaller amount because it was a, it was a small church or whatever. And I was all in. And we got in the car and we're driving home. It's a six hour drive from Houston to where we live. And both my wife and I had that mathematical calculator moment where we were thinking, okay, how's that going to work? You know, <laughs> And I remember I was so excited about saying yes until I got in the car and really started thinking. And then I, I started kind of going back to Peter when he walks on the water. Mm -hmm. You know, He's like, hey, I see Jesus, and I'm all in. And I throw my legs over the side of the boat, and I stand up, and I'm like, yeah, I'm on the water in the middle of a storm. And there's waves and there's wind and pretty soon he's sinking. And that's yeah. what I started to kind of do. And uh, I remember, you know, my wife and I going, we better pray right now. Yeah. You know, I mean, we had prayed if this happened, we were going to say yes. And it happened. We didn't know it was going to happen. Um, and it was almost like I was like, yeah, well, Lord, I'm willing to do it. And then when I did it, I was like, uh-oh. Yeah. And so we had that, and then God blessed us in that season. Right. Obviously, we never missed a meal. We never missed our right. rent. We never missed any of those things. And my wife got a job, and it was just an incredible time. And then yeah. the the you know there was there was people that was supporting us in other ways. And when God, because that's what you, you mentioned that before He sends them out, it's not like He just sends them out. He tells them, "I'm equipping you." Right. He says He gave them the power to do it. Mm -hmm. And then he sent them. It wasn't like he sent them, and then they wondered whether, okay, I wonder if the power is going to be there. We can know that if God is sending us, he's equipping us. 
Yeah, we have the He's Holy Spirit. We us. have the Holy Spirit living yes. in, in us, and God, you know, God, God wants the best for us. Um, that doesn't mean we're going to always be prosperous. Uh, doesn't always mean we're going to have the luxurious things, but he says he's going to take care of us. He's going to help help us, and and, we're, and plus we're we're going to go through some tough times, and that's that's okay. And I often think about what what excuses do I have to not say yes in those moments? It's always my my biggest excuse in not saying yes is my own comfort. I I just have a hard time a lot of times risking my own. Right. Comfort. I think it's because we live in an Americanized yeah. uh, Christianity where comfort is so prioritized. Yeah, well, I th- and whether I think, it be money, I think whether so it's too. just lifestyle. Yeah, I mean, some. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm right there with you. There's times when it's it's not yes, period. It's yes, but or yes, if or mm. yes, when. You know what I mean? It's right. like we we put sort of this condition, and then we wonder later on why our intimacy isn't great or why I'm not seeing these huge results or whatever. And the thing about it is part of the reason Jesus sent them out and told them not to do those things so they would utterly and completely depend upon him, not on the tunics, not on the food, not on anything else. But they're like, they know in the midst of everything, Jesus is going to take care of them. There's no doubt in their mind. And so they can know that through how God blesses them. And so once we push through that wall sort of of comfort and allow it to fall down around us, and then when we see that, it creates such this intimacy mm. and this love for God that we long for those seasons sometimes of having to rely on God when he has removed certain things from our life and we're going, well, why, Lord? And then we get to the end of it where we have the aha moment of, because he wanted to show me how faithful he was. He can't show me his faithfulness as much when I am so comfortable as much when I am uncomfortable. I, I don't know why it is that I'm often surprised <clears throat> by God when he does that. Let's think about what, you know, what kind of positive things have you seen God do when you ultimately surrendered or stepped out on faith? What are some of the things that you've you've felt or seen in your own walk? Well, when I when I the first time when I gave my life to Christ and realized I was called to ministry, uh, you know, back in 1999, I remember having this conversation with Pastor Matt back then, and he offered me a position as an intern, mm-hmm. and I was doing sales and marketing for an insurance company, and I lived in this certain size apartment and so forth. And when they told me what an intern salary was, it was really, it was, I remember it was $800 a month. My rent was more than that. But I said, yes, my wife and I were dating at the time. And I said, yes, because I knew I, he'll provide. And dominoes begin to fall because when I was laying in bed going, okay, how's that going to work when I have to pay my rent? The next day, somebody reached out and said, hey, uh, I've got an extra room in my house. I heard you were going to say yes to an internship at the church. Um, I, I know you're going to have trouble paying rent. Would you like to live with me? It would be rent-free if you'll disciple me. And so a guy named Mike that I had met at the church, God had brought us together. And wow. he had a house in Saxe, Texas. I was able to live with him, completely rent, utility-free. Then the church said, you know, hey, if you're going to take this internship, you have to go to seminary full-time. I looked at the cost of seminary. I wonder how am I going to pay, pay for, for that? that. Yeah. I had another guy from the church named Dan and his wife, Christy, came to me and said, hey, we heard you're going to seminary. We want to pay for that. I didn't even put it out like, you know how a lot of people do these uh, 
raise money. I didn't even do that. You didn't have a good. And I'm not saying don't go raise money. I'm just saying I didn't do that. I was getting phone calls and people paid for it. And I literally was in seminary full time. I took the internship. The only I tell people all the time, the only thing that changed is the restaurants I ate at. Back when I was doing sales and marketing, I ate at pretty nice restaurants. Now I was doing the Jack in the Box two tacos for ninety nine cents, which hey, I don't like. knock it. Don't knock the two tacos. Don't knock the They're two still ninety nine cents, as a matter of fact. But, but I have a hard time with that. Yeah, you make fun of me <laughs> for, eat, for eating like Bill Millers and Dickies and all that, but you'll eat the two tacos from Jack in the Box. Well, I don't now, but I did oh, in that, yeah. in that season. Uh-huh. I did. I didn't. But anyway, you know, I did. <laughs> But see, I God provided the entire time. My wife and I got married. She had a she got a job and a raise. Um, we rented an apartment that was a little bit more because it was mm. near the church and it had two bedrooms. And we were allowed to let other interns live with us uh, during seasons of their yeah. life that didn't have to charge them rent for months. Where and return that blessing. So we watched how God, when we walked through that, we were like, it doesn't make sense on paper. But God, along the way, provided for us. And so it was just an incredible. What about you? How have you seen God? When you've said yes, how has God well, manifested himself in One of the ways that, you know, first and foremost, we were not givers at all. I mean, you look at our giving, it was like zero. When we started giving, when it really broke our heart that we were not, God did amazing work. That's because yeah, I remember Cheryl. Cheryl that was made a one, video and there was a video for, yeah. on that. But the the other thing that I think that I think was really cool is we have never used our house for God's glory. We have a we have an awesome a beautiful house. God, I've, gave, never, I've never been invited yeah, over. So well, I didn't. I well, didn't. I wouldn't we'll, know. Well, come on over for <laughs> Benny. Would you like to come over for dinner? I'd love to have you over for dinner sometime. Great, man. Good, great. awesome, good. Dave, you can come over for dinner. We have never opened our house for life group. There was always this fear of our house just wasn't perfect. And, and you know, we have to clean up and, we're you know, yeah. it's messy. And then when we finally said, you know what, we're not, we're not going to worry about that. We're just going to, we're going to open up our house. And we had the Young Marrieds life group this past uh, semester before we led that. And God really changed our hearts in that way. And we saw a couple of, Young married couples get saved at our house. It's awesome. Uh, so just you saying yes to something simple as opening up your home yeah. led to four people coming to know Jesus. And it was just an amazing sort of moment for Cheryl and I going, we wasted all those years not yeah. not surrendering our home uh, to Jesus and sort of being ashamed or like, oh, it's messy or, you know, right. my mother-in-law lives with us and, you know, and that's kind of an excuse we would use. And and it really changed when we just said, you know what, we're not going to worry about right. that. We're just going to trust God in that whole process. And and it's been a blessing. Now we're, we're going to host, we're going to host on Monday night, which is going to be great for, for a life group. And, oh, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's funny. There, there used to be a uh, some old people like me will know the name Zig Ziglar. Zig, Zig was the, the old Zigster. Uh, yeah, he was a, a sales and marketing guru kind of a guy that yeah. back in the day you would watch videos and he would teach you how to how to sell and different things like that. Well, Zig was a part of our church oh. uh, whenever I was doing student ministry, and he used to have this saying that that God's going to ask you to do something, and you're going to say one of two things after. You say yes. He's like, or if you, you know, whatever your response is, you're going to say one of two things. One is, I'm so glad I did. 
And the other response is, I wished I had. Yeah. And, you know, when I think about that, you, you, I, I thought about that when you said, um, why didn't we do this earlier? Those are usually the regrets that I have is mm. when I finally say yes, I feel like, why didn't I say yes earlier to this thing? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so I, and then not that God wants us to do this, but sometimes I, when I'm thinking, I, I wonder what did I miss out on because I was wanting to be comfortable more than anything else. And so I don't want that to be a regret anymore. No. I want to be able to, um, and it's not just because our church is doing it, but it's a part of discipleship, a part of growth is to be able to say, Lord, whether it's my finances, my house, um, my marriage, I need to say yes, period, to you, and just let the blessings pour in yeah. that God that God reigns on me. And then to be able to, like, I want to mark our calendars a, a year from now and look back and watch this and wonder or, or see where we're at. I'm excited to see what God is going to do through the vision that that God's given Pastor Matt and our elders to lead our church through this yes period of time. And I'm just so thrilled and excited to see families' testimonies of saying yes period to God. Yeah, I am too. Uh, I, you, you hit on something that I thought was kind of important as we kind of kind of wind this thing down. Um, it's easy for us to have regret for not acting earlier, but here's, here's the great thing about God. Start now. You, you, you don't... The enemy wants you to have the regret. Right. God wants you to just start. Yeah. Wherever you're at. Hey, I've, I've, I've gone 50 years and I've not said yes. You can say yes now. That's right. And God will bless it. That's right. You can, you can say, hey, you can turn over whatever it is, surrender whatever it is that's been holding you back now. You don't have to live in that, well, I didn't do it before, so I'll have all this regret, so I, I don't, I'm not going to do it now. Just Stop at this point and say, hey, I'm going to surrender now. I'm going to live by faith now. I'm going to trust God now because that's that's where God wants. He wants us from this point on to move forward right. and uh, not live with regret. Yeah, I want to. I can't wait to hear the testimonies. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. It is absolutely great. Be awesome. Great discussion with you today. Yeah. Um, thanks you for tuning in. Yeah. Um, just excited. Um, there'll be a link below where you can go and see Pastor Matt's first week on yes period don't miss it if you've missed it then go below and check it out yeah we'll see you next week yeah. god bless thanks for tuning in to this episode of the mission city podcast if you enjoyed this podcast share it with a friend and leave a review on whatever platform that you're listening on because it really does help us out thank you again and we'll see you next time